You have found the Run Around Iowa, the podcast that's dedicated to news and interviews with the athletes, coaches, and personalities who are making headlines in college cross country, track and field, road running, trail running, and triathlon in the state of Iowa. And now from the home office in Clive, here is your host, Lance Bergeson. My guest today is an eight-time American Rivers Conference champion in indoor and outdoor track and field, and he set the conference 10,000-meter record. He also is a three-time ARC cross-country champion competing for Warford College. He's a four-time All-American in track and field and twice in cross-country with the Knights. He's a former Western Dubuque prep who has been calling Holy Cross home until his new move coming up. Welcome to the program, Joe Freiberger. Hello, Joe. Hey, Lance. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, it's uh, it's exciting to have a Division three uh, runner on. Uh, uh, I was a former Division three runner myself, so I'm I'm excited. On and you're a worthy uh, worthy guest here. Uh, that, that's quite uh, quite a resume. You got to be very proud um, that you did so well um, competing um, in in the conference meet. That, that's a lot of conference titles, a lot of hardware you've racked up. Yeah, thank you. Um, so what, um, what, what kind of, what kind of feelings do you have after leaving Warburg, um, uh, about your, uh, running career? Uh, what's your, what's your immediate thoughts here as, as it all ended in May? Well, I've got one more race left as a Warburg runner here in a week, oh. but, um, as far okay. as what I did the last five years, I guess, um, I'm glad I left the mark at Warburg. I left the program better than what I found it. I'd like to think um, those guys got a bright future there. Still got a lot of fast kids left, and I just kind of hope they keep doing good, keep competing well. Yeah, I mean, outside of uh, runners like Missy Rock and and Robin Friedman, I mean, your resume stacks up there quite well um, with the all-time greats at Warburg. Um, that's uh, that's that's a phenomenal achievement. Uh, that, uh, like I said, winning all those conference titles uh, and and all American honors. Yeah, I never got that national championship, but all those conference titles were very special, and it was always a lot of fun with the whole team being there and um, running along the side with the boys and everything. So, well, I'm I'm, I'm catching you. Uh, you're eating breakfast, right? I'm catching you out. <laughs> yeah, pretty Where'd much. Just finished it up. Where'd you where where'd you say you were at? Uh, uh yeah, I'm just at Panera, gonna start some studying okay. here and Okay. Start the day. So um so what's uh, what's kinda next for you? It sounds like you're going out to Oregon, you're gonna be with the uh, BTC Bowerman Track Club Elite program um in the fall. That's not the team with that Carissa Schweizer's on. Um this is um a, a, a non-professional uh, uh, team, but it's going to be a lot of uh, very fast um, former college runners like yourself. Um, and um, and you've got some busy studying time up ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, this summer I've got a little bit of a race schedule put together, and i got a lot of studying to do. Um, a couple of weeks ago I went to uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan, did a road race there. Uh, and then I went to the Wisco Mile that night. I think go too well, but um, and then next week got a 5k in Portland, 
and then doing the Okaboji half marathon still. The Bix mm. is probably on the schedule, and I think I'm going to finish up the summer with the West Dubuque's Town and Country Day race. It's, a, it's an 8K, and I'll take some, well, much-needed time off after that. But, uh, yeah, think about moving – or not thinking about I am moving to Portland in the fall to join the BTC guys. And um, when people ask me what kind of group it is, I usually tell them it's a semi-professional group in the sense that none of them are yeah. paid. All of them still have full-time jobs, but – they're yep. still just as dedicated as anybody else. And um, they actually just had two more guys break 14. It's a very competitive team. Uh, I think yeah. they have three guys sub 15 or sub 14. They have a sub four miler. They just had a 10 K to go 29 O's. So very competitive team. And it's kind of just like going from high school to college, kind of going to the bottom of the totem pole again. And uh, yeah. I got to work my way up. Definitely not the you know fastest guy on the team anymore. Who are some who are some runners that maybe uh, the true uh, track and field diehards might know uh, that's on the BTC elite group? Uh, Liam Miro went to Oklahoma. He's their sub four guy. Um, Chase Howard went to Creighton. I actually raced him at Drake. He was in that race where I PR'd uh, in 2020. There's a couple other local guys. Um, I think his name is Julian Henninger. I'm saying that right. Uh, Cole Hoff, that was a guy I met when I was out there. Johnny Rutford is who I'll be. He went to Nebraska Wesleyan. So a lot of guys, D1, D2, D3, NAIA, JUCO, like just a whole bunch of different backgrounds coming together. And I also just want to run fast. It's a, it's a good group. Uh, yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, and you're um, studying for your CPA. You've you're, uh, got, got a job lined up, all ready to go. Yep, yep. I accepted a job with Deloitte, um, one of the big four firms out in Portland. They have offices all over the world, and thankfully they gave me an offer, and yeah, I'll have a pretty good job set up, and that'll start October 3rd, and right now I'm studying for the CPA exams, looking to take the first one in August, and kind of just keep hammering them out from there. Okay, so... um so a lot of uh, your your summers being spent a lot uh, in books, right? Uh, yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Pretty much wake up, run, study, run. eat, sleep, repeat, run again sometimes. You know how it goes. Yeah, exactly. Um, so um, are you... Are you mentally prepared for um, leaving Iowa? I mean, you've pretty much lived... You know, Iowa and, and Illinois, you're right on the river there, um, mm-hmm. pretty much your whole life. Um, are you ready for the big move? You feel like? Oh, yeah, I'm, re- I'm really excited for it. Um, I went out to Portland for the Portland Twilight, like the first weekend in May. And it was only four days, but I loved it. The whole atmosphere was just great. And honestly, I didn't want to leave. I stayed with the Lewis and Clark guys, uh, D3 school out there, who at they actually, that's where all those meets are hosted. But those guys were really cool and welcoming, and the team was awesome. Got to meet the head coach there. He was great. Had lunch with the firm. They were great. And, um, yeah, just I'm really excited. It's not really daunting at all because, like, what I'm going out there to do is, like, really, is really exciting. And, um, I mean, I won't be out there forever. I'll move back eventually. Uh, sure. Who knows? Maybe I love it so much I don't. But uh, right Maybe. now I see myself coming back and 
somewhere between three to six years, something like that. But yeah, I'm just really excited for the future. You just want to give the, uh, like you said, the semi-pro uh, running a chance and and um, mm-hmm. and be able to jump into these um, high-level meets and, and see um, see if you can keep going. Um, yeah, that's what, that's really the thing. I remember in, at Warper we did so many time trials as far as our home indoor meets, time trials a lot. Like the only big meets we really got to go to outside of like my senior year was I mean we went to go to Drake, we went to Wash U. Um, but other than that, we did a lot of, like, we went to lacrosse a couple times, Platteville, just a lot of smaller meets. And now like this race I have next week, I'm going to be in a heat with some like really world-class athletes and like, I'm not going to be anywhere near the top, but hopefully they pull me to a PR. So yeah, I don't put my name in that. What's the meet called? It's on Portland? Uh, Stumptown, Stumptown Twilight. Stumptown? Okay. Okay. I've definitely heard of that one. Uh, I'm sure I've reported some results from it. It sounds familiar. So that's a big yep. one. Uh, for all the people who didn't run at the, uh, at the, at the U.S. Uh, Nationals, um, a lot of those people um, will be there, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Ready to. Yeah, I got to meet the race director. Yeah, I got to meet the race director when I was at the Portland Twilight, and he said a lot athletes that are competing at worlds will use Stumptown as kind of like a final tune-up like do some off events and whatnot before they do the world championship so who knows maybe i'll be geeking out a little bit at some of the big time distance running names you had a chance to survey the situation out there out and out out in portland um great trails out there to run in uh, fantastic um have you had a chance to kind of look uh what it's going to be like for you? Oh, yeah. They showed me one of their long run loops I typically do. And, I mean, I follow a couple of those guys on Strava and stuff and see they're running through. Um, Like the mountains are right there. I mean, a lot of different routes. They run a lot at the Nike campus. They've got like a mile and a half loop through the woods and the the Michael Johnson track, obviously, they use. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of cool places to run, just like, like here. All right, let's let's kind of jump into your Warper career. Um, you um, uh, you had success. I mean, right away when you, you when, when when you look at it, you were you were all conference, all region in cross country right aw- right away off the bat. So you had some success there. Um, is that uh, not much of a surprise to you, or was uh, was it all? Well, it wasn't. Good? It wasn't right away. I mean, freshman year was definitely a big stepping stone season. I was our sure. alternate for the nationals team, and I was, I think, I was in the top twenty in cross and stuff, which yeah. um, that was pretty exciting. Uh, and then I think the real big one freshman year was breaking fifteen indoor, like that was really big, and like scoring at conference was really cool. But then the next year. I remember uh, we had a senior year, like Kaczynski graduated my freshman year and Chapman basically told me like, look, we need a guy to replace this guy. And I kind of took that upon myself to really take the next step through that summer of training. And that fall, I found myself um, competing with like Caleb Appleton and Casey Roberts were kind of my training group. And then at the national meet, took a huge chance that fall and ended up going really well. But um, yeah, I remember like the regional meet my sophomore year 
went from not even running on the team to I think like fifth place maybe or something like that. Um, I remember one of the big pivotal moments in that race was uh, passing Mason Wicker was an All-American in the 5K and I remember passing him and like that really kind of opened my eyes up to, you know, the next level of running and kind of showed me what I could be. And it honestly, it was kind of a surprise because in high school, I was never the, like, I didn't qualify in any individual events. I was only a cross qualifier once. Um, yeah. I was going to say, when I looked up your, I looked up your bio it was, it was, it was, it was not easy to find in, you know, uh, yeah. information for your WD days. Yeah. Like I never broke 10 minutes in the two mile. Never broke 440. Uh, Were you just a late late bloomer then? Uh, Joe was kind of a call, by the way. (laughs) Combo of that. And I don't know. I guess I never really enjoyed running until like my senior year. Um, Hmm. I don't know. I just, I never trained in the off season. Yeah, I know. (laughs) It's like, I did, I did cross and track all four years of it until like my senior year and I didn't train before in a summer until my senior year and didn't train over a winter continuously until my senior year. And I think that helped a lot. I was also, I found out freshman year, I was like super anemic, which is basically just low in iron. And yeah. that's a big issue with runners and got a bunch of iron into my diet and kind of fixed that, got those levels up. And then from there, I was just believing in myself and putting the training in getting the miles done was Wartburg looking at you like hmm well this guy we'll, we'll take a chance on him I mean you know we'll we'll have a yeah but I mean, I mean, I mean Wartburg typically has a huge rock anyway so I mean they uh, you know it is very competitive there of course um uh what was their thought it was like hmm well yeah we'll see my Freshman, my class was Chapman's first recruiting class at Warburg. Before that, okay. we had classes of like six and three, and even there was one class that was just one guy. So we had seventeen coming in, and that was definitely the biggest class recruited in years since Coach Johnson has been there. Even and, um, there was a lot of us. Not everybody made it all the way through, but um, I definitely wasn't a top sought out guy. Like I remember. Like Ali Ali was in my class, Spencer Wareheim, uh, Sam Pinkowski, like all those guys were sub 932 milers and, you know, have gone 420 in a mile. So those guys were definitely more sought out than I was. But uh, Javin still gave me some attention. And uh, honestly, I just like that being like, you know, not a sub 10, mile, 10, two miler and stuff. I just liked having a coach to talk to and um, Chapman, Chapman and I just kind of hit it off and, uh, from there, it wasn't like, yeah, we'll give you a chance. It was me kind of like I reached out to them. They didn't reach out to me at all. Like I was just curious about the program. And um, I really liked it when I was there for high school camps and stuff. And other West of people like Ryan Hermson and Dakota Tell and um, Brandon Hosh have gone to Warburg too. So I kind of wanted to see what it was all about. And I don't know, I just really liked the campus and the um, team when I was getting recruited and so that was really fun. Um, and, um, I guess you'd have to say probably your breakthrough was probably, um, probably 2019, uh, track season when you're, you're winning conference outdoors, um, in 10 K 
national qualifier. That's kind of when it all came together, kind of a season and a half there at Warburg. Yeah, I don't know, because you could look at it like that, but I mean, I feel like every single year I kind of had a big breakthrough in the sense that I was always, like every year was a PR, every year was a new high. Yeah. Um, like, I don't know, I had a pretty good progression as far as improvement every year. This past season was the first season I didn't set a new PR, and I still PR'd in the 3K. Um, and I guess I had an indoor 5K PR too, but um, – yeah, I don't know. It just seemed like every year I kind of took that next step to improving myself. And um, I don't know if I could necessarily pinpoint a breakthrough season. Um, yeah. Definitely that sophomore year, though, was kind of an eye opener. And I feel like from there, it was just kind of like a stepping, like a ladder to get up to where I am now. Yeah. And then you that's when you started winning pretty much every conference title in at least the longest distance race. It seems like you, were, mm-hmm. you know, winning, winning the 10,000, winning the con- uh, cross country titles, uh, racking those up. Uh, I'm impressed. You were also academic all conference. So uh, an excellent student as well. That's a big, uh, yeah. big thing that goes into it. So yeah, I, definitely. And, you studied, and you studied business there at Warburg, right? In accounting. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, accounting was more so my first major in business yeah. was. Exactly the same track as my brother. He went to work for as well. Same thing. Um, not nearly as successful <laughs> in cross country and track as, as you were. Um, so uh, you mentioned you didn't win that national title, um, that you never got it. Um, you came really close though you had a chance um uh, tell us about the race where you really went for it um you had second place kind of in the bag but um but you you decided to try to go for the victory and uh ended up uh, a little bit struggling home to the finish yeah yeah that was his past indoor meet um in the 5k i uh Looking back on it with team points and everything, I definitely should have taken the second place finish and let it down to the last 50 meters. But I don't know. The whole point of me coming back for a fifth year was to take some chances and really see what I'm made of. And I don't know. I just with with about a K to go. I mean, we had gapped the field at 3,002 miles somewhere in there, and we were pulling away from the field. And obviously, like I had second place locked down, and I even I knew this in my mind. I just – I wanted to go for the win. Like, I wanted to do more. Like, I wanted to try. And I uh, took the lead. And within about 100 meters, just everything started to fall apart. And the last 500 meters was just so hard. I remember I haven't gone to the tank like that in such a long time. And um, I don't know. I'm still proud of the move I made. And I don't think I would change it, like, even if I couldn't have a do-over. But – uh yeah, I don't know. I just wanted to risk it and see if I could do it. Um, people always say they regret the chances they didn't take, and I can honestly say I don't regret the chance that I did take. So, I mean, that one was – yeah, that was a really good uh, memory I'll have. And, like, just Chapman coming over to me afterwards and saying he's proud of that move and, like, saying yeah. that he wants to work with guys that want to win it all. And, like, other coaches were telling them, like, that was a ballsy move and – um yeah, I don't know that. 
that race will stick with me for a while. But like, I'm really glad I made that move and tried it. And I'm really glad I still hung on for eighth place because, yeah, that was a little bit of a scare too. I was coming down the last 50 and like three or four guys passed me. So that was kind of frightening a little bit, but still hung on, got a point for us and kind of just went on with it. So um, who were you battling then um, when you were uh, for the win at the time, the two of you? uh, 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 Alex Phillip was, was the guy that was in the lead. When was, when, when was that move that you made uh, in the race? Oh, like uh, three laps to go, I think, something like that. Three laps? Okay. So, yeah. So, so 600 meters then? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, well, I I give you credit. You know, you gotta you know to to achieve greatness, you 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 do have to take chances. So I applaud you for for going for it. And you know, whether you finished eighth or second, um, you um, I don't think it would have made a whole lot of difference in the in the in the team race. Um, that weekend wasn't going great for your team anyway. At that point, um, which you know. Uh, as well um it uh had to be disappointing for you as a team you were coming in as one of the team favorites and and just nothing seemed to go well for your team yeah we came in as a team favorites in all three of those championship meets this past year and nothing really went our way and you can only do so much but i don't know you'd like to think something something different happened maybe one more thing went our way i don't know it's kind of it's mm. something I don't really like to I don't know, mm. look back on too much. And I enjoyed a lot of the memories I made this past season and just thinks that we never could get a team title done. But we got that one back in 2021. So I'll hang my hat on that one, I guess. Yeah. And you played a part in that one for sure. So you got to uh, you know, feel good about that. Um uh, you were all American, um, 5k, 10k, um, mm-hmm. has to feel good for you. Um, how does it feel when a team like a rival team, like Loris, like their women's team wins, uh, team championships, they, they're, they're, they're winning nationals. Um, um, does it motivate you guys, um, seeing Dubuque win the, take the conference title from you, um, Got to be pretty motivating for you. I mean, maybe a little bit. At the end of the season, like, and especially being a senior, like, I can't get motivated for another conference title. Like, I can't say next year I want to go take it back. Um, right. Like, good for those guys. I know a lot of them work hard, or a lot of, all of them work hard. They're just as dedicated as we are. Like, um, you can't be mad or anything about it. Like, we put out our best effort, and so did they. And at the end of the day, they were just a better team and a little more well-rounded. Uh and like Loris winning those national titles, like Matt Jones and Bob Schultz and the other coaches have built something special there, and um, they continue to excel. And you just gotta tell them congrats and shake their hands and kind of go on with it. Um, I mean, I'm sure it's motivating for a lot of our guys, but like I said, like it's my senior year. It's not like next year I can go, you know, take yeah. the national title back from or anything. But um, you always just want the conference to do well, like no matter what. Like those, uh, like the YX schools are public. It's a public school system. It's a little bit different than the 
the ARC, like we're all small yeah. private liberal arts schools and the recruiting's definitely a little different. And um, yeah, so you just want the conference to do well and you're happy no matter who it is. Seems like they can uh, recruit a little differently, can't they? Uh, namely the Wisconsin schools. Yeah, they, they've always had that built-in advantage. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> it's a good uh, diplomat to say it. Yeah. Um, so, well, it's, uh, I think, I think from, you know, my memory has been that Warburg's kind of dominated the, the, this, this conference for years. So, so it's kind of, uh, to me, it, it's, it's good to see, uh, you know, competition to see Loris teams jump up there and the Dubuque men jump up there, uh, make it a really competitive, uh, conference. Um, to me, I think, yeah. uh, you know, it's going to be good for the conference overall seeing that. It's always fun to go into the 5K or go into that 3K, the second to last mm. event, and be like, our points actually matter today. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, um, I remember our freshman year, or my freshman year, we got, like, third place indoor and outdoor. And it didn't matter if we went one, two, three, four in the race or if we got, you know, second to last or something like that. Like, our points actually matter when we get to those races, and that's just really exciting. Kind of like at a national meet, I remember Caleb and I were always talking about wanting to get to that last race and have the five pay points matter. And we had that like once or twice and it's just, it's special. It's fun. It uh, makes the race a little more exciting and gives it a little more oomph and you're not just fighting for an individual um, accolade. You're fighting for some team points and it's just really exciting. But uh, I will say, I don't ever want to lose cross country again. Like I don't ever want to see Dubuque or mm. Loris or Co or anybody else winning that cross country title. Cause we we've got four in a row now, I think, and I don't ever want to see Warburg lose that thing again. Is that what you're up to? Yeah, I knew I, I knew you'd strung a few together. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, Loris is trying. You gotta give them. Yeah, they, yes, they are. They got a really good program. I know we got a long way to go before we catch Luther's count. They've got like 27 yeah. team titles or something like that. So I think we've only got about 13, maybe. So we've got some years yeah. before we catch those guys, but yeah, they were near the end of they were uh, near the near the end of their run when I was uh, when I was competing in college. Um, uh, so uh, talking about um, races here, what's what's kind of the best race when you look back for you? What's the most satisfying race wearing the orange and black uh, of the Knights? Which which is your which is the race that you're most proud of? Let's just call that. Anything? Anything stand out? Uh, in cross country, it's probably got to be regionals this past year. Because um, I was the second night to win a regional title next to Josh Mullen. That one was pretty special. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was a race in which I, I took the lead and nobody else even fought for it. But, I mean... Hmm. Now in our, like, stat book, it's just Josh Mullen and myself, like, with those regional titles. That was pretty special. And then on the track, I'd have to say it's the 14-flat race. I mean, that was a race in which I went to the tank, and the last, like, 1,000 meters was, uh, like, I almost blacked out because I was going so hard. But um, <laughs> just seeing, like, that huge time drop, too. I love PR, and it doesn't matter if it was – 10 seconds or 25, but it was just really special to P 
PR by that much to be that close to a minute barrier. And hopefully here in a week I can break through that thing and be sub-14. But I really like that race. And, I mean, being from Iowa and running at Drake is kind of special too. So, yeah, I would definitely say that Drake Relays race. Well, you didn't have too many chances to run at Drake. Like you said, um, you know, your high school career was not um, – uh, n- not nearly as prolific as your college career. So you didn't have too many chances there, unfortunately. Um, uh, so, uh, so what are your PRs here? What are we talking about? Uh, uh, tell the listeners what you, what you've run and what you're obviously you're trying to bring in see a 13, uh, for the 5k. Yeah. My, uh, 10k. 10k is 29.36. That was a solo bout in, at Loris's midweek Easter meet last season and 14 flat at Drake. Went 816 at conference. That one was pretty special too. Uh, went 412 in the mile. And I never got the chance to run an 800. So I technically I'm not a sub two 800 guy yet. Uh, Trying to think whether distances there are twenty three fifty eight for AK. Yeah, you got the AK. That's a yeah. That's a distance you run a lot in in cross. So um, so you never really liked the mile, huh? Wasn't your <laughs> tease a little? No, bit. I mean I always did it Not as like your... a training, kind of a training week. Uh, freshman year did it once. Sophomore year did it once junior year did it once in a dmr senior year did it once i did an open mile one senior year and i never ran the 1500 outdoor and then never ran the mile indoor this year it's just like there wasn't enough time in the schedule by time yeah put in weeks a week off here a week off there and the season's just kind of short and it's like when you're trying to hit national qualifying marks um, and they don't pay off. Like I remember I raced the 3K four times before I got a national mark in it this season. Outdoor, I had to race the 10K three times, which is something you never want to do. Only um, got to race the 5K twice, I think, before nationals. Three times if you count conference, I guess, but – they're just like in a in an outdoor season, especially. There's just not enough time if you don't run a national qualifying mark on the first time to run those off events and still have some weeks off. Because I really feel like the, a week off here and there is really beneficial if you want to run well late into the postseason. Now you're a now you're a pretty tall runner, huh? How 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 tall are you, Joe? Uh, I'd like to think I'm six foot. Even <laughs> six foot. Okay. So, did you ever have a thought about doing steeplechase? Uh, not even a little. <laughs> the, the running, little. running is hard enough without putting those barriers in, and I definitely like the flat distances a little bit more. Um, okay. Plus, I the three K is just an event that I don't necessarily like that much. <laughs> like, I ran it at nationals and stuff, but if I could pick just doing the 5k or doing a 10k 5k you know double i would definitely pick the latter um yeah i don't know the 3k is just an event that wasn't necessarily my favorite i always remember hating the fact that like uh 
indoor I would run a time and then it would seem like we'd go to Platteville to run a 5k and I would go through you know two or three seconds slower than my 3k PR and be just fine and still finish the race but I just remember struggling so much with the 3k it's just such a it's a long sprint it's just an extended mile is essentially what it is that's what it feels like anyway I don't know moving forward I'll probably I'll probably do like one 3k every indoor season in Seattle moving forward and call it good no matter what the time is okay oh well teammate Christopher Collett uh, gets a national championship in the in the steeplechase that was pretty exciting for the program um um are you uh, regular training partners with him or because you're more longer distance, you don't train that much with him uh, during the Yeah. Season? Christopher trained more as like a mid-distance, like a miler kind of guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of 200 repeats and 400 repeats, whereas I was doing a lot more threshold work and K and mile repeats and stuff like that. Um, I did a lot of solo training at Warper. Um I just remember like freshman year, I had That's good training groups, and then sophomore year, Sam and I trained together. And then from, like, junior year until I graduated, there was a lot of solo training. Hmm, that's we just me that you wouldn't have uh, anybody else. And nobody I mean, could uh, do what you could do? Is that what you're saying? No, not necessarily. It's just that Christopher and I trained a lot together during the fall, and then we were just doing different stuff during the indoor season. Like, he did a lot more miles and – he never ran the 5K indoor, and he doesn't run the 10K outdoor, and he's got steeple practice, and I've got the tempo run. And um, yeah. we just didn't really have a lot like uh, like Matt Heinzman. He was on our cross team. He ran the 1500 primarily. Dalton Martin, cross-country national meet guy, ran the um, Morgan Fairbairn, we always trained a little bit slower because it seemed like that worked out a little better for him. Um Sam Vinkowski was more of a mid-distance mile 5K trainer. Like, out of our cross-country national team, like, I was the only, like, true, true distance runner, really, um, in the sense that, like, I don't do a lot of mid-distance stuff. Sounds like you could just run the same pace for a long, 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 long time, right? I mean, that's a, you got yeah. a big engine. So, yeah, that's kind of my – that's kind of yeah. my MO. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so that'll, uh, that'll certainly benefit you if you wanted to step up in distance, uh, when you're looking maybe to do a half marathon or something, uh, along the line later on. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Sounds like you might have a, might have a good career in those longer distances, maybe on the roads there. Um, yeah, I don't so, necessarily, uh, or, yeah, go ahead. Oh, so what's your favorite workout that you like to do um either uh, or... probably the michigan i mean we did it twice every cross-country season pretty much every year i was there we did it once i think like senior year and covid year but um yeah the michigan's a staple workout every fall um really separates the guys who've been training all summer from the guys who haven't been and it's a really good workout for the guys, um, just aerobically, and it's got some good turnover spots. And I really like that it mixed up the track and the cross course. And like at Warper, we have a perfect setup for it because our cross course is exactly 400 meters away from our track. And um, 
And then, you know, you got that all out 400 at the end of it. But I always really like that workout. And I kind of hope next year or with BTC, we can do that one, you know, once or twice every year. I feel like it's just a really good workout to do. Uh, describe it for the listeners. What do you, what, what's it all about? Uh, it starts out with a mile at 10K pace. And then you jog to the cross country course. All your rest in between every rep is 400 meter jog. And you go over to the cross course, you do a 2,000 meter um, tempo, which is usually like somewhere between six flat and 620, um, which is right around five flat, like 450 to 505 pace, something like that. And then you come back to the track, you do a 1,200 at uh, 3K pace or 5K pace maybe. And then you go back to the cross course, do another 2K, come back to the track, do an 800 at <laughs> you know, faster than the last one. And then you go back to the cross course, do a 2K, and come back to the track for an all-out 400. Um, it's definitely a daunting workout. Like, if you haven't gotten the best shape, it's a long one. It's definitely one of our longer ones of the season. But I love it. Miles, how many miles do you get on, a, on, the, on that? Uh, the work 12? itself is 10,000 meters. But then with the rest and stuff added in, it's about eight miles usually. Warm up, yeah. Okay. By the time you warm up and cool down, I guess then you go, yeah, 12. Yeah. Oh, yeah Definitely a long morning. At least 10, yeah. Mm -hmm. Makes for – that's separate men from the boys. Yeah, that's for mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. That's a tough one. Um, so uh, I'm impressed that you were, that you drove over to Michigan this summer. You went to a, a road race, um, got a little money in your pocket. Um you know, I'm impressed by that dedication to be able, you know, to travel, you know, a state or two over to, to you know, just just run in a race. Um, sounds like um, you love that uh, uh, jumping into races um, uh, like that. And you yeah, money. yeah. Uh, Spitz, uh, our assistant coach that actually just left for Virginia, he told me about it. It was uh, it's hosted by his alma mater. Uh, Calvin, uh, Coach Deemer over there, he puts it on every season and or every June. And he told me about it. And I was kind of on the fence about doing it because it was so far away. But then I just said, right. I mean, it would be kind of a fun road trip. Tried to get some guys to go do it with me. But um, drove out Friday, drove all day Friday, went to bed, woke up Saturday morning, did the race. It was a lot of fun. I mean, I did get to win some money. I haven't cashed a check yet, but I will eventually. <laughs> Just waiting for after this first, uh, this last 5K for Warper, and then I'll cash it, kind of get rid of my amateur eligibility or whatever. Not sure how those rules work, but um, so yeah, um, met some guys out there. Uh, Sam Pikowski actually did it too. I was surprised. He called me Friday night and said he was there, and I had no idea. But yeah, he ran it too. I think he got fourth or fifth place and had a road PR. And then, um, Honestly, I thought I could handle all the driving, but then after the 5K, I drove through Chicago up to Milwaukee, and I was just shot. Like that was that was a really hard double. I've never done anything like that before. Um, and going through Chicago, the traffic was so bad. And I just remember my legs, whole body was tightening up, body was achy, couldn't stretch out or anything. And then I got to Milwaukee and. Closed my eyes for a bit and ended up being like a two-hour nap and woke up, tried to do a little bit of a shakeout, and uh, 
then by the time I got to the race, the mile race that night, it was just such a shock to the system. The, I remember the gun going off and I literally did like a 10 K delay. Like everybody shot off the line and I just went straight to the back. Cause I was just so out of it still. And I tried to run fast. I wanted at least a PR, but sometimes you can't ask everything from your body. So I ended up running 4:15 that night, and I don't know. It just felt like a sprint the whole way, but it was fun. My roommates showed up. Drew Hoffman did the 5K, and Hines was there, and the, he did the mile with me. And it was just fun to see those guys and hang out for a bit. Well, the the uh, the, the, the 5K in Michigan was the Brian Deemer. Um family of races that's for the three-time olympian and where was yep. the mile at in wisconsin where was that at? Uh, milwaukee milwaukee yeah it was from home to michigan it was what six and a half hours i think and then from michigan to or from grand rapids to milwaukee was about five four and a half five and then from milwaukee to home was our three hours all in the span of like a day and a half it was a lot of driving. <laughs> yeah, you still made some money, though, you know? You, yeah, you, yeah. You uh, put on Instagram, you made 550 and by the time you take off your 170 in gas, you, you came out mm-hmm. on the on the positive end. Uh, uh, being an, an accountant, uh, you know, that's in the that's <laughs> yeah. in the black. That's good. Yep. Uh, good but you only had one donut. Too. What's going on there? You yeah. one donut. What'd they say? Deemer, Deemer said if you beat him in the race, everybody gets a free donut. And I tried to eat more than one, but it just, like, wouldn't go down. Yeah. Uh, but I did I did want to eat more. I should have just taken a box with me and ate it after the, yeah. or the next day. Yeah. Donuts, you can survive for a few days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. so, yeah, you got busy schedule coming up. Uh I'll see you at Bix there. Um, I'll be running Bix as always, so that'll be exciting if you uh, pop down to Davenport for that one. Um, so uh, anybody who follows you on Instagram knows that um, you uh, you post a lot um, about Kylie, your girlfriend, of about four years, right? Yep, uh, yep, four, yep, four going five. You about uh, how. She took a chance on a on a goofy uh, a goofy guy. So uh, is she going out to Portland with you then? Uh, yeah, I think she's about ninety five percent sure that she's coming okay. with. She's a she's a PT student at Iowa right now, and she'll be graduating in December. And she's looking into doing a sports residency somewhere. And I know UW Madison is on her list, and there's a clinic out in Portland that kind of does something like that. Um, but she thinks it's a really cool area too. And so she's be- always wanted to like move away for a bit. So, um, it kind of just depends on that sports residency. Okay. And, um, so you're going to be doing a little bit of long distance, uh, relationship then for a while. Um, could be, so yeah. you met, you, you met on the team. Uh, is that right? Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's. Pretty exciting. Um, I thought what was really cool is that um, one of your Instagram posts is that you um, you never got to go to prom, and yet she um, surprised you one night by. Uh, yes, she did. Uh, tell me that story. This is this is really fun. 
Yeah, in high school, we had Drake relays, and prom was always on the same weekend. And um, senior year, some of the track guys and I just said, whatever, we won't go to prom, went to after prom. Um, and then I told Kyle, like, yeah, I never went to prom or anything. And um, then over Christmas break, she put a bunch of decorations up in a buddy's house, and we went out to dinner. And then afterwards, she – uh, came out in her old high school prom dress and uh, mm-hmm. surprised me with it. And I was blown away. I mean, obviously, I've never had someone do that, something like that for me. But, I mean, it was a lot of fun. Just her and I, <laughs> she had all the, like, photo props and everything, which was kind of cute. And, uh, yeah, I was blown away by the whole thing. Uh, what's kind of a perfect day with you and Kylie? What, uh, what do you like to do? What do you – well, Kylie likes to wake up super early and drink her coffee, but if it was up to me, we'd wake up at a, a little bit later than that, but I mean, we do, we like to drink coffee in the morning and then do some exercising, you know, biking or running. She's kind of starting to get into triathlons a little bit and um, hmm. definitely like to go uh, do some stuff like, actually, we were just in St. Louis, went to a Cubs Cardinals game and uh, went to the aquarium Uh went to the city museum. We just kind of like to do uh, new things and um, kind of explore different areas together when we get to. Um, with her being a PT student and, you know, me running all the time, it was kind of hard to see each other. But, uh, yeah, I definitely just like to do, kind of change it up, do some different things now and again and kind of not necessarily have a routine. She uh, Is she from the Midwest then? Oh, yeah. She's from Cascade. It was funny. We grew up like 40 minutes away and Cascade is like a West Dubuque. It's called like uh, Western Dubuque Cascade is what it's called. And where I went to school is called Western Dubuque Epworth or Epworth Western Dubuque. And we the two schools are like sister schools, I guess you could call them. And they did a lot of stuff together, but we never met each other or saw each other. And we went to the same school or district for like three and a half years. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of funny that we didn't know each other and then got to Warford and that and headed off. So she, um, she's still a distance runner then? What oh, yeah. She yep. Specialized. Yeah, she, uh, she ran uh, cross and track all four years. And then now she, she actually just signed up for a half Ironman near St. Louis uh, the oh, last wow. weekend in August. But um, she's been biking a ton, swimming a ton running you know three four days a week still and yeah she she trains a lot she still lifts does all that stuff and um she's actually getting trained by my high school coach elena bikler um oh yeah i don't know if you know who that is but she uh yeah she coached me in high school and that uh, i introduced her to kylie and those two kind of hit it off so she gives training to kylie and stuff right now and um we're still pretty close with her still talk to her elena a lot and um, do that kind of stuff, but yeah, Kylie's training a ton right now, getting ready for some racing. Yeah, Elena is one of the best triathlon triathletes in the state. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't see you. I don't see you going for a triathlete. Uh, oh heck no! Triathlete. Like I, I don't mind biking, but the swimming part is just not not something I'm interested in at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you and me both. I, I flounder in the water. Uh, <laughs> For the most part, so that's uh, and that's for sure. So, um, 
So I guess uh, everything's kind of fallen into place. Um, what do you, um, I don't know, what do you, what do you feel like most proud of for, for your Warper career? Was it just kind of your, the way you're, the way you developed uh, all four years, um, continue to get better? What do you? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I remember talking to a couple guys from the sophomore class. Um, they said something like, you know, Joe, you seem honestly kind of like a stickler, like stick in the mud, like just kind of when we first meet you, like you're always the guy to go to bed early. You don't party a lot. You, uh, you are a huge believer in running a crap ton of miles. And like, you really believe in if it's not helping your running, then why the heck are you doing it? But like, after I got to know you, you seem like a really cool, genuine guy. You were nice. And, um, I remember there was one sophomore that just told me like that I was inspiring to him. And nice. like, I would say that's what I'm most proud of is just instilling the fact in guys that like, if I can do it from like, look where I came from. Like if I can do something this special, like then what's stopping anybody else from doing it? Like I'm just some small town Iowa kid who shouldn't have been this fast. And like, I just worked hard uh, and stuck with it for the last five years and stacked mile after mile and I just really hope to inspire the next generation of runners and at Warburg anyways and like um, Chapman says he usually talks to talks about me to recruits and I hope he keeps using me as an example as a quote-unquote slow kid to a fast kid and I just hope guys get inspired by that oh yeah you're you're definitely one of the success stories that Wartburg can definitely uh push out there to recruits so small holy cross iowa how many yeah. residents holy cross and do you have a stoplight there uh no stoplight and it's about 300 people soaking wet <laughs> i think i've been there once actually i think uh i think yeah it's got a uh, some of our friends live there and we visited them once it's got a, oh. a church and a diner. It doesn't need much more. Yeah. Where did you get your workouts then? Where did you Where did you run when you were leaving your house? Uh, did you have to run out in the country? Uh, run toward Dubuque? Or were you... uh, I mean, I haven't lived in Holy Cross for quite some time now. After my freshman year, I just stayed in Waverly for the summers. But, sure. I mean, we, there was like a small four-mile loop. There wasn't necessarily a track. Did a lot of fartlek stuff. Um, there's a lot of country roads for long runs. It was always interesting and what I can make big loops out of between like Holy Cross, Luxembourg, uh, Rickardsville, you know, some of those other towns. I drove to Farley a lot. The Heritage Trail is um, like 15 minutes away. So I ran on that a lot um, whenever I'm home. Yeah. That's all those gravel roads and stuff they're all great to run on uh one thing i miss living in the city you gotta go quite a ways yeah. to do a gravel road definitely, so. it's definitely one of the hilliest areas i've ever trained at like yeah. waverly's got some rolling hills but dubuque county's got some super steep hills definitely the hilliest area i've ever trained at yeah well that's gotta gotta definitely help you that's for sure mm -hmm. um yeah the hills are great so well, Joe, I appreciate all the time that you've uh, given me. Uh, wish you the best of luck in Portland. Um, enjoy it out there. Um, it's a it's a special place, and uh, and I'm sure you're going to enjoy all the competition with the BTC Elite and and uh, try to 
get that uh, get that 13 something of the 5k you bet thank you thanks for having me on and had fun